Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Monday, July 31st, 2023 in the Gregorian calendar and the 13th of of 5783 in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. The news is buzzing with reports that the United States is in the middle of creating a peace deal between Israel and Saudi Arabia. But in the meantime, Saudi Arabia is trying to get some concessions for the Palestinians in hopes that it will help them create their own independent state. Saudi Arabia says freezing settlements for four years is not enough to get them to sign on. That was one of the agreements in some of the previous arrangements between Arab nations and Israel. They want to see concrete steps toward a Palestinian state. The Biden administration is pushing Israel to do more. However, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's coalition is against concessions to the Palestinians and parties within the coalition oppose Palestinian statehood to begin with. Negotiations for Israel-Saudi normalization have primarily been between the U.S. and Saudi Arabia, with Israel receiving updates from Washington. The IDF, Shin Bet, and border police made arrests in Janine for the first time since a major operation took place in early July. The IDF has refrained from acting too much in Janine to allow the Palestinian Authority, or the PA as it's called, to reassert its authority as over-involvement could undermine the PA's legitimacy. However, the IDF is maintaining it will act wherever the PA fails. The recent arrests were significant despite only two Hamas terrorists were detained during this time. The IDF also made arrests in other West Bank locations, facing resistance in some cases. All of the people that have been taken into custody today are currently being interrogated over suspicions of terror attacks on Israelis, both past and present. There were 12 people arrested in total. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is defending his government's judicial overhaul. He took an interview with Fox News correspondent Trey Yingst, who's a friend and colleague of mine. And in this interview, he says the reforms that he and his coalition are pushing for are actually strengthening Israel's democracy. He argues the court has overstepped its authority in the past, and that is exactly what is causing the need for the overhaul. Concerned about growing U.S. criticism, Netanyahu embarked on an American media blitz to address the issue. However, both Democratic and Republican politicians are expressing disappointment over the unilateral passage of the first law within the overhaul. It's just one of many steps that is supposed to be taken in this overhaul. And it was done without broad consensus, which is why a lot of people are having a sour taste about it in their mouths.
The Times of Israel is reporting a breaking news, which is that all 15 high court justices are supposed to hear the petitions against the reasonableness law. Now, this is the first law that we mentioned that passed in the judicial overhaul. And for the first time, a full panel is set to weigh the appeals on September 12th. I want to thank all of you for your interest in Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, our world politics. I also want to thank all of you who personally finance and fund the Israel Daily News podcast with monthly contributions. You can head over to anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News if you would also like to send a monthly contribution. And I encourage you all to do so. You can support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at IsraelDaily.News, as well as Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. We've been reporting on an older man of Ethiopian origin but who is an Israeli citizen who's been held hostage for about three weeks now in Ethiopia. Well, the good news is he is now free and coming home to Israel. Francis Adbayi is 79 years old and lives in Rishon Litzion, just outside of Tel Aviv. He was captured near the Sudanese border, and getting him back was a diplomatic event. But it also involved some private work amongst Ethiopian Israelis who had inside ties to Ethiopian special forces. It's not clear how the older gentleman was captured or why he made the trip. If we have more details, we will be sharing those with you soon. The mayor of Ma'ale Adumim, Mayor Benny Kashriel, has been appointed as Israel's new ambassador to Italy by Foreign Minister Ellie Cohen. Ma'ale Adumim is a settlement in the West Bank. Kashriel has served as the mayor of the city since 1992 and is highly regarded for his achievements in city development and leadership. Minister Cohen highlighted Italy's significance as a close ally in Europe and was confident Kashriel's experience and skills would advance cooperation between the two nations in terms of security, regional stability, economy, and energy. Kashriel accepts graciously and pledges to fulfill his mission with dedication and responsibility to the state of Israel. Congratulations and mazal tov from the Israel Daily News podcast. The Israel Innovation Authority is awarding 36 million shekels worth of grants for human capital development programs in cutting-edge technology in the fields of artificial intelligence, climate tech, food tech, and bioconvergence. The initiative aims to retrain and place workers in sectors that are going to support Israel's technological leadership. The program will provide in-depth training and have a robust budget to do so. It's about 5 million shekels for training. And get this, joint pilot programs with the Ministry of Defense are going to train and place members specifically of the Druze community in artificial intelligence, agri-tech, and water tech fields. About 2,000 participants are going to be trained in 20 programs within the next two years to diversify and strengthen Israel's high-tech workforce. 
All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Monday, July 31st, 2023. Tel Aviv has a low of 24 degrees Celsius and a high of 32 degrees. That's 75 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 89 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. You can sign up for that at israeldaily.news. A big thank you goes out to my interns, Maya Goodman and Dylan Jaffe, for writing some of today's daily news scripts. And thank you so much to our social media director, Michelle Milner. And by the way, today is my last day with my beloved summer interns. I had three young women, and I think that we all learned a lot together and made advancements, and I send them back to university with a little bit of professional journalistic experience, and I'm very happy for that. I'll send you off today with a song called What They Mean by Erica Kral, a talented Russian-Israeli DJ here in the center of town. Have a great and productive day and an excellent week. Shavua Tov, everyone. Just turned it's already 360